This is Publishers Lunch for Thursday, October 5th. Among the 68 new deals for the day is long-serving U.S. Senator from Oregon and Chair of the Senate Finance Committee, Ron Wyden's Chutzpah Nation, How to Be Happy and Successful Warrior in Outrageous Times, Going to Shet Go in a Preempt. In today's news, third quarter deals ebb overall, but gain at the highest level. Consumer book sales have continued to fall versus last year, and the big pandemic highs, but are still running at their third best level in years. Circana BookScan has year-to-date units at $527 million, down about 4% from $549 million units a year ago. Meanwhile, investment by publishers in future product both aligns with and diverges from the consumer sales trend. As a reminder, Q1 deals were weak, due in large part to the strike at HarperCollins and continued conservatism at Penguin Random House, and then rebounded in Q2, helped by later dates for the book fairs, rising 2.7% overall, with particular strength in the bigger six-figure deals. Now, in the just-finished Q3, overall deal activity matched the consumer market. Total U.S. deals, as reported to and by Publishers Marketplace, declined by 4.2%. Also in line with the marketplace and recent deal-making patterns, adult fiction deals were just above flat, but still at record levels while adult nonfiction declined 9.7% and children's sales continued to fall down 6.8% to their lowest level in five years. But looking at the individual stats for the five largest trade publishers shows some important variations. HarperCollins recorded 40% fewer deals during the recent quarter, or 48 fewer reports, while all of the other big publishers actually bought more titles than a year ago, actually up 8.2% as a group. Among six-figure deals, the real trends emerge from the details as well. The overall count for these larger deals continues to moderate from the pandemic buying levels, but at the highest end, major deals for 500,000 or more reports hit record levels with 37 major deals in the main categories. That's up 10 deals or 37% from the same period a year ago. Here, HarperCollins was relatively steady while the biggest market change was a return to more normal investment by Penguin Random House. They recorded 15 major deals in the period, up from a low five a year ago. To a lesser extent, Hachette Book Group, Macmillan, and Simon & Schuster all had more reported major deals than last year as well. HBG, PRH, and Simon & Schuster all bought appreciably more fiction in the quarter than a year ago, while Macmillan and SNS ran counter to the market trend in buying more nonfiction, too. 
Among the adult fiction subcategories, debuts remain strong, though well down from the record level this time a year ago. Romance continued to gain, and we saw a significant increase in literary fiction, though that breakout was first introduced in late July 2022. In other news, Norwegian author John Foss, 64, won the 2023 Nobel Prize for Literature, quote, for his innovative plays and prose, which give voice to the unsayable. Foss is the author of the multi-volume novel, Septology. In addition to more than 40 plays, plus other novels, short stories, children's books, poetry, and essays. His publisher in the U.S. is Transit Books. Transit publisher Adam Z. Levy tells Publishers Lunch, we have the first single-volume paperback edition of Septology coming out this month, along with his latest work, A Shining, which comes out on October 31st. Needless to say, we'll be putting together a new print run, but are discussing the quantity with our distributor now. Transit is distributed by Consortium. They currently have about 5,000 copies of each in print. The hardcover of Septology, translated by Damien Searles and published in November 2022, has sold just under 2,000 copies, according to Circana Bookscan. The Nobel Committee writes, His immense oeuvre, written in Norwegian Nynorsk and spanning a variety of genres, consists of a wealth of plays, novels, poetry collections, essays, children's books, and translations. While he is today one of the most widely performed playwrights in the world, he has also become increasingly recognized for his prose. Foss was a 2022 finalist for the National Book Award for Translated Literature and the International Booker Prize for a new name, Septology 6-7. In acquisition news, Penguin Random House UK has acquired Hardy Grant UK. Hardy Grant's two imprints, Hardy Grant UK and Quadrille, will continue operating and report to eBerry Managing Director Joel Rickett. Managing Director Stephen King will leave at the end of 2023, and Finance Director David Arasap will depart in July 2024. The bookseller reports that there are no other plans for layoffs. At Hardy Grant, there will be no changes to the company in other territories. In a release, PRH UK CEO Tom Weldon said, We are excited about the impact of adding Hardy Grant UK to Penguin Random House and are confident in our ability to further build on the business's achievements and distinct attributes. We will continue to invest in unique author talents and aspirational books that inspire people around the world, and we will look to independently grow rather than integrate the Hardy Grant and Quadrille lists. In People News at Knopf, 
Nicholas Latimer, Vice President and Senior Director of Publicity, has accepted the company's VSO package and will leave on December 15th. He joined the company in 1983. EVP publisher Regan Arthur writes in the announcement, We will miss Nicholas's meticulous attention to detail and his tireless dedication to doing right by our authors. But one of the things we will miss the most is his deep, comprehensive institutional knowledge. Nicholas's steady hand, his love for Knopf, his allegiance to our authors and their books, and his commitment to getting things right have long been a guiding example for us all. At Portfolio Sentinel, Margot Stamis has been promoted to Associate Publisher, Director of Publicity and Marketing. Mary-Kate Rogers has been promoted to Associate Director of Marketing. At Random House Children's, Melinda Akel has been promoted to Director of Copy Editing. And Stacy Sundar has been promoted to Administrative Associate, Creative Services. At Megan Stevenson Books, Claudia Gable has joined as collaborator, working on prescriptive nonfiction proposals and manuscripts. She was previously editorial director at Harper Children's and will continue writing her own fiction. At Simon & Schuster Children's, Chrissy No has been promoted to VP Director of Marketing, and Lisa Moretta has been promoted to VP, Director of Publicity. At Simon & Schuster Canada, Sarah St. Pierre has been promoted to Editorial Director. Adrian Kerr will remain with the company as Senior Editor after covering Brittany Lavery's parental leave. Rosemary Shipton and Jim Gifford will join as Executive Editors. The MacArthur Foundation announced their annual Genius Fellows, including writers Ada Limon, whose most recent book is The Hurting Kind, Manuel Munoz, The Consequences, and Amana Perry, South to America. Also named is Diana Green Foster, author of The Turnaway Study, Ten Years, A Thousand Women, and The Consequences of Having or being denied an abortion. The ABA chose Jesmyn Ward's Let Us Descend as its number one pick for November. The entire list can be found on our website. And in distribution news, on December 31st, Penguin Random House will cease distribution of Wizards of the Coast, which publishes Dungeons and Dragons titles. Wizards of the Coast books have been distributed by PRH since 2005. In a memo to retailers, PRH wrote, depending on the product, please ensure that the vendor of record for Wizards of the Coast LLC titles is changed to one of their new distributors. Hampton Creek Press will be distributed by Simon & Schuster worldwide beginning November 1st. And that's the news for today.